Welcome to the Workbrand Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and theworkbrand.com. I'm at the Pizza Hut. What? I'm at the Taco Bell. What? I'm at the Combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. <laughs> and then the other guy comes in and he's like, I'm at the Pizza Hut. What? I'm at the Taco Bell. Nah. I'm at the Combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Apparently those exist. Yeah. Yeah, they're the same Yum brand. Uh, I've actually seen them before. They use the same grace. That's why they taste kind of similar. You never noticed that Taco Bell and Pizza Hut have like similar grease tastiness? It's like, I, I love them both, but I'm not going to pretend like it's not from the same grease factor. I don't think I've ever had Pizza Hut. Also, hi, we've, we've begun yakety yak like a while Uh-oh. ago. <laughs> Christian cut out. Um, hi, audience. Uh, that was John singing Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. So uh, welcome. We, to- we just lost you for a little bit there. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, right. I've been having... Second. Yeah, I've been having signal issues, which is making podcasts a little difficult lately. Um, but I'm here. If you hear that, so far, none of them have dropped. Crossing fingers, knocking on wood. Um, but yeah, uh, welcome to another episode of Yak and Yak. <laughs> I'm your host, Christian. Uh, and with me today are two guests that you're probably very familiar with. The first guests on the podcast, uh, John and Denise. You guys want to say hi? Hello. What's up? John was giving us the Pizza Hut Taco Bell song, which I've never heard of before, but I'm glad to have known that it's a thing in the universe. I'm going to yeah. send you a link for it. Mm. Please do. Please do. Um, all right. So this is a special episode because uh, Chris and I were basically doing like a mid ep- <coughs> between episode last week with 3.5, uh, where we just talked really about the comic history very extensively because Chris is really knowledgeable about that. Um, this week we're going to be doing a doubleheader for talking about episodes four and five since we missed four last week and now we'll we'll talk about five. And that's perfect because they actually tie together very well. Um, no real setup for this one. We're just having fun. Uh, and just like before, not even editing because honestly, time, I, I'm so busy these days. So um, yeah, let's just get jump into it. Uh, guys, thoughts about the past two episodes of WandaVision, introduction to S.W.O.R.D. and all, all that stuff. So... I really love the way that um, episode four opens mm-hmm. with um, with what Denise has dubbed as the snap back. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a that's trademarked now. No, it's not. I think I've heard other people refer to it as that. What? I thought you made that up. No. Ah. Well, the one online that everyone's calling it is the blip, right? The blip. It's like, oh, everyone's gone. Everyone's back. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we're calling it the snapback. But anyway, I I really enjoyed that um, that intro showed how uh, just how terrifying and chaotic that situation is, because in in Endgame, yeah, you know, we see in Endgame it's like really positive because oh, all the heroes are back and they can finally defeat Thanos. But you know this show shows you the other side of it where it's just complete chaos it's literally like the pilot episode of the was it the returned or was it the hundred or one of those two i don't remember um not the hundred the returned who was the returned right yeah the oh yeah yeah the returned and the the 1400 there you go it's 14 off 
but yes. <laughs> That's actually a huge difference. There's <laughs> still 1,300 people that I completely forgot about. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Where like a bunch of people just suddenly pop back into existence. That must be really traumatizing. I liked how they undid the disintegration. That's like they re- yeah. Is it reintegration? I don't know what to call it. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, visually it looked really cool, and I liked um, the uh, the voiceover because, I mean, I heard it watching it the first time, but watching it again today, I noticed it more, and I think it's supposed to be like as she, you know as she's being reconstituted into. I'm referring to Monica Rambeau. As she's being reconstituted back into existence, I think the voiceover is supposed to be like all of her memories coming back to life as well. I didn't even notice that. That's pretty cool. Oh, Christian. Uh, so I was wrong. It's the 4,400. Oh, wow. So we were really off. Yeah. There, was, there was like 4,300 people Yeah. that we completely forgot about. I'm just saying that just math, you know, specialty of ours. <laughs> Um, <laughs> lost train of thought. Uh, all right, so yeah, we we were reintegrated. Monica, yeah, we get her intro story, her backstory, really. Uh, you know, daughter daughter of uh, what's her name again? Uh, Maria. Uh, Maria Rambo. Maria. From, Marie. Yeah, from uh, from the uh, Miss Marvel or not Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and um, and yeah, uh, kind of see that she she was a big agent of of Sword, which. I, when did Sword come to existence? Did they ever establish that timeline? Or are we just kind of getting thrown that, oh, Sword was always, like, a thing? Um, I guess... I guess at some point in the 90s? Uh, wait, why 90s? Well, because... Oh, uh, her mom has been there since... Yeah, okay. Cause, yeah, because the, the new director says that uh, Maria Rambeau basically built it up from the ground. That makes sense. So it, it's been uh, there in existence coinciding with S.H.I.E.L.D. this whole time, which is very funny. Yeah, but I, I get the impression that it's not as well-funded and equipped as S.H.I.E.L.D. Or is it just a big secret that we don't know anything about? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, uh, all right, so in episode four, uh, she comes back and they send her off. And we, we learn a lot about what happens, particularly through the lens of two brought bad characters from the MCU. Everyone was talking about them last week. Let's just dive dive into to their backstory and their returns. Um, yeah, uh, Agent uh, Ray, is it Ray Park? His character, I can't remember the names. Agent Johnny Wu. Johnny Wu and uh, Darcy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So I didn't notice this watching episode four the first time around but um there is actually there's actually an easter egg f for uh ant-man and the wasp yes and my friend joe pointed this out to me he he said that when when agent Wu gives monica his card he flips it out from you know magically from nowhere Mm -hmm. and i didn't catch that the first time and i was talking with my buddy joe and he he mentioned it to me and i was like what so then denise and i went and rewatched ant-man and the wasp which 
we had never rewatched because the first time we watched it, we just didn't really enjoy it. This time it's around, a, though, it's a fun movie. Anyway. This time around, though, like we really enjoyed it, and we paid attention to Agent Wu's character throughout it because you see him repeatedly trying to like figure out how to do this magic trick, mm-hmm. and now finally. In WandaVision, he's figured it out, and he does it so well that that's how he gives his business card to people. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you caught that, Scott was the one who did it during during his house arrest. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, because of the timeline, it's ironically enough, they didn't confirm it, but it is kind of confirmed, that he wasn't snapped throughout the, the yeah. years because he had to have trained to, to pick that up. So, yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. It's dumb little nuances and little things like that that really make the MCU kind of brilliant in that sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about Darcy. Darcy apparently dropped out of political science and went into uh, astrophysics science and got her doctorate in a very short. Well, I think it's a very short time, but I keep forgetting. Like Thor: The uh, Dark World was like t- was it twenty thirteen or something, right? Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. So like, it's been a solid six seven years, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah, no, you could. You could absolutely get your doctorate in that time, and I'm like, wow, we're all old. But um, but yeah, that's cool. She's a, she's a doctor now, and she knows smart physics-y things because of you know her experiences in the Thor universe, right? Or Thor movies. Um, so yeah, we we see her. She she figures out the whole um, weird radio uh, microwave type of missions, and is able to connect the television and basically see that you know Wanda's whatever is happening in this weird bubble. Uh, bubble town that is uh, west. Was it called West 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 Westview? Yeah. Westview in New Jersey, which is you know pretty cool because we're from Jersey. Uh, yeah, like place exists. Oh, it actually exists. I thought it was a made-up Jersey town. Well, I'm gonna ask you a second, or in one second. But basically, yeah, that um, uh, Wanda's there and creating this weird TV show sitcom reality that we have all kind of kind of known for a while but it's confirming it and it confirms the the whole thing with sword being on the outside and uh, it gave us a lot of answers last week which we elaborate even more on this week which is really cool yeah um but okay so west westview is a real place yeah i denise you said it's in bergen county mm-hmm. and it but it's spelt differently it's west space view as opposed to being one word That's pretty cool. Yeah. Is there an East View too, or did that was that an illusion that the cops thought? I don't know. Is there an East View? I'm not sure. Do you want to Google it? Because <laughs> when they said that, I'm like, I don't know if that's true. If this town's made up, or if those cops are under an illusion spell too. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool that she she blocked this entire area off. And Monica Monica brings up some good points this episode about. Um, her experiences there, and and the and her 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 reasoning why Wanda isn't uh, malicious or doing this out of like, you know, ill intent is, is pretty solid, and I I thought gave it a really good perspective. In which case, I just have like a million questions about this episode in particular. But before we do that, I guess we should wrap on episode four because there's still uh, more to unpack, right? I guess maybe. Um. Yeah. Oh, one of the, one of the things I wanted to mention with episode four is um. You know, at some point they start identifying who the the residents are, or who the, who the they start identifying the cast members of the Wandavision show. Yeah, I like that a lot. And um, at some point they they give you a couple of shots of the board where they're putting like the the uh, 
the sword information of of, of what they know about the characters and then they're um, they're showing their actual New Jersey licenses once they figure out who these people are and there's one character that when they show the whole board you see that she doesn't have she doesn't have any true identification yet mm-hmm. and it's the the nosy neighbor Agnes yeah and I was wondering if that has anything to do with people's theories that she might be um, Agatha Harkness the witch from the the comics I think you're right it's spot on um it's like at this point because well not all the rumors have been right and all the fan theories that we've been delving into every week but that one in particular seems to be spot on i'd be very surprised if she isn't uh, at this yeah. point because she's very special she's coincidentally always conveniently there but as mm-hmm. we've seen from like the episode before this one and then and then kind of this recent one um she's not entirely impervious to this weird illusion thing happening either she's part of the the role uh, or uh, she has a role in whatever weird stage play they're all constantly creating according to wanda if it is even if that isn't even the case we don't we don't know we'll talk about that in episode five i guess um so yeah so yeah very very possible but very cool i also went uh, speaking of that scene i wrote down all the names to google search them and see if they were uh, affiliated with any marvel history oh yeah no 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 the fan theories were cooler actually as weird because like a lot of the fan theories said okay maybe everyone's a magic user and that they're all in like some weird magical prison which Mm. was really cool that would have been cool yeah and i I think i wrote about it in article in the second article like two weeks ago but like it seems like they're not going in that direction whatsoever so and you know i i just realized they haven't um they haven't revealed who uh agent Wu's um Oh, I'm blanking on the term. Uh, his uh, witness protection. Person. Yeah, yeah. They haven't said who that is yet. You are correct. I was looking deep into that too, to trying to see if if there's anything. If there's one thing that the show does really well, it's building hype and making us yeah. Google search and looking up questions. Because like a lot of a lot of people I asked were just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on in the first like two or three. But then episode four, everyone I know who said that is basically hooked, and everyone who was like, I gave up or now interested, and they tune in, they've been loving these past two, mm-hmm. uh, this week in particular, which was hard, because, um, you know, I, I follow a lot of media-related crap because of word print, and um, a, a lot of people knew about the big reveal in episode five, uh, when episode four actually came out, because of uh, unfortunate leaks and spoilers, so I, I knew this was gonna happen, um, but like, I, I kinda held off for, uh, to see to see the exact like context as to how and I w- that makes me happy because honestly when they when it pulls off uh, it's really cool in episode five so um, is there anything else about episode four we should talk about before we we switch gears um I don't know I I only I mentioned the couple of notes I had on on episode four yeah, yeah it's hard to stay hyped about the because this is a very much a weekly show I I can I realize now um. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Because we talked Monica, she got sucked into the town and then spit back out. Um, oh, and the, and the big reveal was like, okay, it's all Wanda, bum, bum, bum. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, uh, yeah, we, that, we, I mean, yeah. that's just what I assumed from the beginning. Like, yeah. I, I never thought that somebody had Wanda in prison there. I was like, oh, no, it's Wanda. This is what Wanda does. Yeah, I, I think because uh, a couple friends of mine also said something similar. They're like, we can kind of see where the plot's going, and it's really just about how we get there. 
and so far it's satisfied most people that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing with Game of Thrones, I think, uh, in that sense. Cause it's like, even if we know where we're supposed to get to, um, it's really the journey about how we connect it that's important. And when you can't connect it well, Game of Thrones, uh, <laughs> you kind of you lose your fans. So. Yeah. Um, cousin, was there anything in particular about 4 you want to talk about before we jump into 5, though? Any cool shout-outs or things that you noticed, like the magic trick? No, I don't think so. I think you guys covered it. Okay. Yeah, I uh, think it also has to do with the fact that episode 4 is actually pretty short. It is, but I, I thought they did a really cool job of, of introducing stuff. Oh, it's yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, yeah. Especially because it's like a, such a gear shift. Oh, um, I'm trying to think. Was there any special commercials? Because I noticed the commercials seemed to be important. Uh, was there I any commercials there in episode 4? commercials in 4. Yeah, there were there are no commercials in four. Yeah. Oh, but there was that really disturbing scene. Let's talk about that before we shift, uh, because that that was that was really cool. At the end of four, uh, Wanda, I think they do like a weird reality because they show what happened towards the end of three, uh, with how um, Monica was thrown out of the town. But when she she looks at Vision, she doesn't oh. see the. Yeah, she sees like dead vision, mm-hmm. and that was like ri- I love that scene because um it's kind of dark and I that's the direction I kind of expected from the show. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit! So like, is he just a dead reanimated corpse or something, or like the equivalent of that because he's a robot, I guess, or part robot? Um, I don't know. Uh, but that was really cool. Uh, what were your guys' thoughts about that creepy final moments of of episode of the uh, episode four and all along was it Watchtower or that Jimi Hendrix song playing after? I think it was Voodoo Child. Mm. Was it Voodoo Child? Yes, Voodoo Child. Um, I I also really enjoyed that scene because I um I like creepy stuff and Me too. I don't know that the the dead version of Vision like every time I see that like when rewatching um uh, Infinity War or that episode it just I don't know it just disturbs me it's just very creepy looking which is you know it, it which is what it's supposed to be it serves its purpose um but yeah I was when I saw it I wasn't sure if if she was either like just like having a vision like re- remembering that that's what he actually, he, he actually looks like or if she was actually if she physically got his body and was using it in her world that she created as like a puppet i'm yeah. really happy that it turns out that he's a puppet essentially S- spoilers for five but yeah okay well i mean we're <laughs> literally about to jump into it and honestly like at this point if you're listening to this podcast you you know that this is all we do is just to recap and kind of just going on a million tangents and yeah. be like what about this easter egg what about this theory which honestly it's it's pretty fun so um yeah, yeah, no, uh, I dug, I dug that a lot as well. Um, so I guess we're here at the moment, finally, episode five, this week's episode that aired literally like t- what twelve hours ago or something. Um, yeah, this one, this one's crazy. Um, do you guys want to just jump into or uh, open it and stuff? Because my brain's still kind of burnt <laughs> from. Well, I've now watched this episode three times. Oh, uh, see, we, <laughs> I've only watched it once. <laughs> That's good. And I'm already, I, yeah. I'm already like having difficulty remembering the chain of events in it. <laughs> I've yeah, seen no. it three times and then 
my brain's already like I, I'm having a hard time too. A lot gets revealed in this one. It's actually a long one too. It's the longest episode yeah. so far in the series. Uh, we all know about the ending, but we'll we'll touch we'll talk on that uh, towards the end. Um, I'm trying to remember like to do the recap at the beginning and then uh, what does it open on? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. No, no, no. Like um, the entire opening sequence is the the, the baby is growing up, accelerated, and Agatha coming in. And, oh, um, oh yeah, the yeah the creepy kids. Yeah, and it's like they did a, like a good. It was a long segment. It was like four minutes, I think, before the introduction, which takes us to the 1980s. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, they're they're raising the babies, they're taking care of the babies. Uh, they do the cute little, you know, uh, oh, little dance thingy. Uh, intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I'm trying to remember. Like, Ag- we know Agatha is a player in this who's like self-aware and like she does that double take that mm-hmm. throws vision askew and kind of gets this episode rolling right yeah um th- thoughts i guess on on that breakdown and vision's slow kind of realization about what's honestly happening um yeah i i was surprised that um that agnes basically uh broke the scene right in front of vision like that because i i was under the impression that well i was under the impression that everybody was basically under mind un, under wanda's mind control except agnes based on the way she's spoken in other scenes but i was i was surprised that she would just start start speaking freely like the way she did in front of vision because I thought she would be concerned that Vision would react exactly the way he did, which was to question, you know, Wanda about why why is this woman talking as if she's on a TV show? Why does she look like she's kind of scared of you? So, yeah. So yeah, that why wasn't she allowed to hold the babies? That that part really triggered me. Well, wait, didn't didn't Wanda want her to hold the babies? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it was the opposite. It was why... No, no, it was Vision who didn't want her to hold the babies. That's what it yeah. was. That's what triggered her, yeah. But that's kind of a big deal, right? Because isn't... If, if she is Agatha, isn't there, like, a big story with that? With her taking kids and shit? Taking the twins, particularly? Uh, well, she... In the comics, she, um... She reveals to Wanda that um, that the babies only exist when Wanda's thinking of them. Uh, so maybe kind of kind of similar right now. Yeah. Freaky. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was gonna say maybe. Well, no, that would be if Wanda didn't want her to touch them. I was gonna say maybe. If she tried to pick them up, she wouldn't be able to. But that, I don't. I don't think that's how that works in this yeah. reality. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that opening scene was really, really cool. Um, and then, of course, it leads us to the the nineteen uh, eighties. Was there was there any Easter eggs? Did you guys notice about the styles for this type of comedy for this decade? Oh yeah, the uh, the opening credits um, with the showing like showing the characters. You know, showing the the WandaVision family members um, 
their like baby photos and them growing through the years. <laughs> that was definitely from Growing Pains. And also hilarious because we saw baby <laughs> versions of Vision. <laughs> yeah, that was the story. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was definitely Growing Pains. And then when it initially starts, it's a uh, it's like a pen and ink drawing that is being brushed in with watercolor and that's from another series i can't remember i can't remember the name hmm. i honestly don't remember I, I don't remember uh yeah <laughs> i just remember the like a lot of it just reeked of 80s because of the uh the jazzercising outfit that agatha wore and stuff. oh yeah and the uh the spandex and the the hair the hair was very 80s Everyone had the, that hairspray here. Um, that's kind of all. Yeah, that's kind of all I remember off the, that opening sequence, um, which takes us to the, the wake up right of uh, of Monica in um, in the real world. Uh, I was gonna say real world in uh, in Shield, right? Uh, or not Shield, uh, Sword. Uh, and yeah, they they did they did tests on her, but none of them came out clear, which is a big red flag to me. And going, hmm. Hmm, wonder what that means. Yeah. And um no, I literally wonder what that means. Do you guys have any idea what that means? No, you know what? Honestly, I forgot about it until you mentioned it just now. It's like, oh yeah, they didn't go back to that. Like Yeah, because it was like, I don't want to be retested. We're going. And I'm like, okay. But I feel like that's a glaring thing. I'm like, does that mean she has powers? Is there like power resonance from what just happened? And so I don't know. There's like a million directions. What, yeah, what or like something or or maybe like entering one is reality somehow erase it. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. There's like a million. A million yeah, I feel like I, I could say like 10 different things right now and they could all possibly be correct. Yeah. Or just all Which be is, wrong. Yeah, that's the, that's the great thing about this show. Um, and then, and then of course, we get the debriefing. Uh, yo, that captain guy is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Darcy. Yeah. Like, I tried to feel for him, and, like, when they first introduced him... Oh, I just realized they only introduced him last episode. Wow. Uh, yeah, but... But, um... Yeah, he, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. Um... So, yeah, they, they do they, they, they do the debriefing. They, they kind of establish what's happening. They give us all the exposition without making it feel heavy with the exposition. I like, I like how this series does that, because, um, normally when you do exposition dumps, it's like what especially in marvel universe so they'll, they'll mask it with comedy so you can kind of just accept it and go along yeah. here we want the expo dumps here it's like we want to know what the fuck's going on yeah <laughs> I, I don't yeah i like th i like that um you know they had three episodes where each one you're just like what what is going on and then episodes four and five is a lot of exposition like you said and i like that because i feel like if they had continued with more episodes of it just being weird and confusing like it would i mean i would probably still enjoy it enjoy it but i feel like the general public would probably get kind of tired of it and be like i want to know what's going on i'm tired yeah. of this yeah yeah so I, I, I think you're right uh they do they do a pretty good job of of doing of knowing when to stop the hook and then just kind of deliver uh, what's kind of happening, which we see here, right? Yeah. Um, they send in like another drone in, etc. We kind of find out that Wanda's powers really are what I always like. A lot of us have 
theorized, which is like legit reality bending. And it's cool because they actually even made a little bit of a science to it by explaining how Monica's Kevlar vest became her outfit, right? Which was really, really interesting. Yeah, I thought that was neat. Oh, uh, so so something I wanted to mention. So in episode four, they say how how the uh, perimeter of Wanda's reality is a hexagon shape. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see Agent Wu actually, like, right on the board. Why Hexagon? He, yeah, he writes, like, why is it hexagonal? Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't think of this until um, this episode when Darcy says, she says, um, I'm sorry, she refers to it as the hex. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, Monica's like the hex, and she's like, yeah, because it, it's a hexagonal shape. It like clicked for me. I was like, oh, that's why it's hexagonal because in the comics, they refer to Scarlet Witch's powers as hex powers. So that oh, so that was like that little Easter egg there. Darcy calling it the hex was supposed to be you know an easter egg to the fact that it's her hex powers that's cool because i kept i kept theorizing with literally everyone that the hexagon just meant aim which oh and because we also saw a beekeeper outfit i'm like it's got to be aim and they introduced it in iron man they could easily come back aim is connected directly to freaking um hydra because they're the science division of hydra right so, like, there, there were so many things that screamed, maybe it's AIM. And a part of me is not letting it go because, uh, what's his name? The Captain Douchebag <laughs> of S.W.O.R.D. It, I don't know. Like, a part of me is wondering if he's legit or if maybe it's a sleeper AIM conspiracy. Mm. But maybe I'm also just, I just refuse to let go of AIM. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it also has to do with, um, you know, you and I played Marvel's Avengers yeah. a lot, right? And they had AIM featured as the villains there they have a modok tv series coming out for hulu oh really yeah and i'm like uh, if there's one thing i've learned is that marketing happens all at once and i noticed everything in marvel's avengers which is an article i was thinking about writing but i'm just so beat these days but like everything in Marvel, marvel's avengers was a weird way to introduce a concept that they then introduced in the mcu uh, or or it's TV shows basically, yeah. and like the big one for me is like, all right, what about AIM? And it's like, well, maybe that's just the Modoc TV show. But a part of me is like, no, what are the odds that AIM might actually be introduced here in WandaVision? Because and also particularly because they did they did data mine the game, and like Wanda is a character, as and so is Vision in in the game, or is going to be at some point. Mm-hmm. I hope, depending on you know funding. But like all those things introduce things that were confirmed, like. Uh, Camila Khan became a thing. Both Hawkeyes are uh, currently a thing in the game and are now a TV show that's coming out. So, like, a part of me isn't is refusing to believe that there wasn't a grander aim plan here. That this might be aim, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that could be possible. Um, but that's cool about the hex thing because I didn't put that together. So oh, I think you yeah. cut out again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh-oh. The commercial in this one. I wanted to talk about this real quick. Oh. Hello. Hello. Hey. Sorry, I think you cu- you cut out for a little bit. Oh, and yeah. Uh, I was talking basically about um, the game and how it connects to the Avengers thing and yeah. the hexagonal. The hexagonal pattern is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're having signal issues here, folks, but it's all on our end, so no worries. Because as weird as it sounds, even though like we're hearing it, it never 
seems to show up in the actual recording of the podcast. Then again, I never double checked, oh. so maybe maybe it does. Oh, okay. <laughs> so far, I haven't got a complaint though. So, and from what I checked, uh, I didn't really check that long. I checked like five minutes, but I, th- I think it'll be fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, so um, what's the word? You want to talk Damn. about the commercials? Commercials, yes. Uh, okay, so this week in particular, this one was special because uh, what what is it? Um, the the commercial for I forget what the ad was for. It was um, for the Lagos brand paper towels. Yes, fix cleaning the spill up. Lagos is the area where Wanda accidentally uh, during what is it? Was it civil? Not civil war. The I other think one. it was civil. Oh, Civil War, there you go. Uh, she accidentally, like, d- destroyed part of, like, a building and killed, like, a bunch of people, and they had to clean it up, the Avengers, right? Yep. So this is very much a traumatic event from her history. Could it possibly be that every single one of these commercials is Wanda Psyche reaching out to us, the audience? That's my fan hypothesis, but uh, what are your thoughts, guys? I can't remember the other commercials. The, so the, the other ones, um, one was for... Um, a watch it was uh, uh what's his name strucker strucker baron von strucker watch and then uh <laughs> and then yeah well it was the watch and then oh and then there was the um it was, there was a toaster but the toaster oh, it looked kind of like ultron as a toaster hmm. and that was stark yeah. Oh yeah, it was the Stark toasters. Yeah. But yeah, but if you look at it, you're kind of like it kind of resembles Ultron if Ultron was just a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had the Hydra soap. Oh, which was... Hydra soap. I don't remember that one. Yeah, that was. Uh, I think it was like a week or two ago. But yeah, the the soap that was very much Hydra and. Uh, there was there was another one. Um, there was wasn't there like a milk commercial? I think Chris was talking about this last week, and that apparently ties with something in the comics with milk. Milk um, commercial. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, give me one second. Yeah, now I have to go and find all these commercials. On division milk commercial. Bova milk. Bova milk. Yeah, that that's very important from what we talked about last week. Um, we talked about it a lot though. Bova milk, WandaVision. I'm not Google searching this during a live podcast. Uh, <laughs> Neither am I. Yeah, I should really do this on my phone though, because doing it on the computer might actually fuck up the stream. <laughs> Wait, is it Nova or Ova? Bova, B O V A. Bova, Bova milk. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's important because Auntie, hey, Agatha, yeah, Agatha. And something about like milk. Wait, I don't. And the twins. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, it's. It's in the uh, the opening sequence. Oh well, my bad. My bad. That's why I'm like commercial. But yeah, I didn't notice the milk. I actually forgot to. Uh, look online. And uh, yeah. study the, animated intro. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool that they throw all these Easter eggs in. Is all I was trying to say. So. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what what else happens in this one, guys? Or any thoughts about episode five? Oh, so, so um, my brain's like 
fried at this point. Well, so at some point they, you know, they're realizing that like they, Sword is realizing when they send things and people into Wanda's reality that um, they're altered. And so they decide they need to send something in that fits the time period and won't be altered. And it turns out that item is a drone, which surprised mm-hmm. me because I was, I didn't realize that drones existed in the 80s. So, yeah. me being me, I had to go and find out when drones first came into existence. And technically, we had drones back in 1849 when Austria <laughs> attacked Venice using unmanned balloons stuffed with explosives. Does that count? <laughs> it does. There are unmanned balloons. <laughs> vehicles causing damage okay fair enough but this but okay so if you want a more modern example the first use of drones with cameras to do reconnaissance work was during the vietnam war that kind of makes sense i was like wait what i thought drones were you know a 2000s thing i mean they definitely perfected the tech now but um I didn't. I didn't know we had ho- drones that could hover back then, because they were talking about the '80s, right? So the, yeah. the drone that they used looked really state of the art for that, you know? Yeah. Well, that's that's what my issue is. I was like, well, hold on a second. Actually, I think that drone that they showed is one from from the '90s. Oh. I think. Wait. Yeah. So then, how does that fit in the world? Well, cause... I think I think they were just hoping that nobody would go online and find out if that drone was actually from the '80s or later. Dude, like, do they not know their <laughs> audience? Like, if everyone's Google searching crap about this online, every news outlet or media outlet has basically put spoilers in some short short sort on their headline, because like, this is a show that you have to Google search, and yeah. that just leads to free traffic. I don't know. And, like, I, mean, I know all these people who got upset because of that, though. I mean, I could be, I could be wrong. It was just a quick search, and I was trying to find, you know, images. Um, but I, I got to be honest. I think you're right, though, because I remember a shape and design that looked like that drone from a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie in the '90s. I forget the name of it. True, uh, True Lies. Oh, True Lies. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that was a good one. Mm. But like, yeah, I like the, when I saw it, I was like, "That's weird." And, and yeah. Yeah. So that, um, that kind of threw me. Um, yeah. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I'm oh, pretty, I'm pretty tired. Should, right should we, uh, should we talk about Vision? Um, you know, realizing that things aren't right. Uh, yeah. Well, let me just do one more drone topic, and then we'll pivot to okay. that one. Um, they had the what's the word? The um, the drone itself apparently had a gun on it. Which oh was yeah. Bizarre. Because I was like, that doesn't that definitely didn't exist in the '90s, or at least I don't think it did. I don't know, but um. But yeah, like, Wanda, she's not happy from that, and she gets angry, right? Yeah. So she literally fucks shit up and is just like, what the fuck is this? Get the fuck off my lawn, you kids. Um, not literally, well, that, yeah. that is kind of what happened. Yeah, that, that, that is really <laughs> yeah. what happened. Yeah, and it's cool. It's cool because Monica's like, oh, "Look, I you trusted me to deliver your kids," and she's right. And like, she's a good guy, you know. And we've technically had an established timeline, and yeah, she she realistically is one of the good guys. And because we know who she is, comic book history wise, we pretty much know that she's gonna be a good guy, right? So like, you have this really cool tension and this really cool like, you know, fuck you, stay out of here, aim guns at director douchebag, whatever. And um, 
and ba basically we, we just established that Wanda as we've known but now it's like oh shit like yeah she's controlling the scenes at least in that moment you see it uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a very strong beat in that sense and it's cool too because the, 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 the good people are the people we've known the side characters that are now big players in this one um, they side with Wanda for with good reason because it's like you know she's going through some shit she's not trying to do this out of maliciousness and stuff and and yeah like and, and, and she, I think Monica brings up a good point if she wanted to really fuck shit up that wouldn't have a fucking cutoff radius here it's just it's just coincidentally this town I don't think it's a coincidence coincidence it's that town though I think there's a bigger thing behind that town but we'll get into that at some point in the future um, alright uh, so Vision yes well now, now that you brought up Wanda yeah, I, go, go I was I was actually surprised that she left the town because I thought that she had wiped her own memory of everything. So in so I thought in her reality she didn't fully remember who she was. I thought that she had used her magic to erase her mind to be you know who she is in that town and whenever there's a threat that like she just momentarily can remember what she does you know how she's able to manipulate reality as kind of like a, a safety measure so mm -hmm. when she so when she literally walked through her wall and started confronting sword i was like oh so then you are completely aware of everything that's going on in the reality you created which then makes me question, how do you not realize the pain and suffering that you're causing your residents? Right? I mean, she should have some sort of awareness of that. I think you're right. Um, and this is this is where I guess that this episode hooks really comes in. Um, we're now all on the fence. It's like, okay, Wanda's not just a victim here. But is she intentionally hurting these people? Because it seems like, especially from Visions, like what he discovers uh, in this episode, it seems like she is. It seems like she's just forcing these people to live her weird fantasy um, with Vision alive. Uh, and as we saw from this, too, she stole Vision's dead body. So confirming said puppet theory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is also, it's cool because it ties into Voodoo Child at the end of the last episode because Visions, you know, is just a voodoo puppet. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. I, I, I love how connected this all is. You know, very good writing. Very good writing. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, should we pivot to Vision now? Or did any other thoughts and stuff? Because Vision has a pretty good arc in this one, too, that we should talk about. Um, the only other thing about Wanda is, do you have any theory as to what she did to the wall? Uh, I just assume she reinforced it, made it harder to break in. That's it. Yeah. You think that's it? I'm I'm hoping it's there's something more than that, but it does seem like that's what it was. We have uh, three more episodes. Or wait, no, episode five, six, seven, eight. We have four more episodes, right? Yeah. Can I not do math? <laughs> wait, this was episode five, right? Yes. This count again. Okay. So then, yeah, we have four more episodes. Yes. So, yeah, I have no idea. Um, cousin, any theories? No. Yeah. No. Any cool things you want to say about this one? Mm -hmm. No. Denise is being very quiet. Did you did you like this one overall or the past two? I should oh, say. Oh yeah, they were my favorite. Okay. Nice. Uh, all right. So then, uh, let's let's delve into Vision and talk about his arc this episode. So like we start, you know, happy go lucky, and every time Vision comes close to questioning Wanda, 
reality bends. She she does some weird shit. We we've we've kept track of it so far in the podcast, like every time. And um in this one, uh he sees it at work, which is very cool and very heartbreaking and, and made me go, Fuck, this is a dark episode. Yeah. Um, where he talks to uh what's his coworker's name? Do you remember? Uh his name the his name in that world is Norm. I forget what the resident's actual name is, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like, I mean, we saw we saw the hint of it in the last episode, uh, where we like established everyone's real identities, and in this one, it's it's dark because because uh, uh, Vision, I guess, seeing something behind the scenes, he gets that weird message on the computer where um, there it's it's a uh, what is it a sword signaling that there's something up with Wanda, right? And I don't, I don't know how that... Do you know how that message got across there? Was it just intercepted by accident? I... That's what I was assuming, because it's... It's an email from Darcy. Mm-hmm. But it, it sounds like... Uh, I can't remember exactly what it said, but from the sound of it, it sounded like it was just an email that was being sent to like someone else within S.W.O.R.D., like it, it seems like it was just picked up accidentally by Vision, which makes sense. He's a living supercomputer, um, but like because of that, he he's able to liberate that Norm's mind, and it's just it's really heartbreaking, honestly, because like that dude's been stuck there. Everyone's basically a slave, and if they don't do this weird routine, they're basically being just tortured and shit. You feel kind of bad. Yeah. And it, it's interesting because, like, in the past, you know, we theorized when this takes place in the timeline and that a lot of us thought this is somehow tied to mind powers, mind stone type stuff. But as according to, to Sword, this has nothing to do with mind stone. This is all 100% Wanda, in which case you're just like, fuck. Now I kind of just feel shitty. <laughs> um, which then leads to the confrontation you mentioned, if you want to go talk about that and stuff. The confrontation? Yeah, because afterwards, uh, Vision returns home, and uh, I think the, the kids, you know, they they, were, they did this weird, like, puppy Oh, yes, yeah. And stuff, and, like, yeah. Uh, Vision uh, basically pulls Wanda aside and is like, hey, what you doing to Norm? Not cool. All this stuff, not cool. And so, that's, that's when they have something moments. that I liked about that scene or, uh, is that... Somebody online put it as a, uh, you know Wanda... that movie that came out with um, Scarlett Johansson a year and a half ago and, and Kylo Ren? Oh, you just cut out a little bit, so I have no idea why you're talking about Kylo Ren and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, basically, um, do you know that movie? Uh, was it Home Story or something with with uh, Scarlett Johansson, Kylo, Kylo Ren for about a year ago? Marriage oh. Story. Marriage. Marriage Story. story thank you. So uh, somebody joked that uh, Vision and Wanda's fight in this episode is basically a contemporary marriage story, and I was like, that's funny. Cause, cause yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so so something I liked about um, you know their their argument was that when Wanda said she didn't want to talk about it anymore, the credits started rolling. Oh. But because because for some reason Vision doesn't seem to be as um, like it seems like Wanda's control over Vision isn't as powerful for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, he he continued the conversation like the the credits didn't end the you know the day or like the i don't know how their how their world works but it didn't finish the episode 
and he he kept you know he kept engaging her and uh and then they seemed like they might get violent with each other at some point which now as i say that out loud that's that's pretty dark because that's you know yeah domestic violence superhero domestic violence it's marriage story with superpowers i i haven't watched marriage story what you haven't watched marriage story no I haven't watched it either. I just keep breaking no. the reference up because all the people on the I internet do. It. it was good. Was, yeah. was, Denise was it, liked it? Is it good? Yeah. Oh, cool. Did they fight? Yeah. <laughs> Did they use superpowers when they fought? No. They didn't oh, fly. Sure. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't get into the superhero pose. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could take a photo of you right now. Yo, honestly, when that happened, I was like, I kind of wanted to just write in captions, come at me, bro. <laughs> little, little bubbles. I could probably do that. I've learned enough Photoshop where I could probably do that. I'm not going to, but it'd be really funny. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's it's twisted because uh, in that, we finally established that even though we all think that Juan is in control, she's defensive saying that, you know, she's not. Um, do you guys have an opinion about that before we talk about the cliffhanger? Or about that whole fight and is is wanda really responsible here what do you think sorry denise got me all distracted <laughs> are you are you looking up marriage story now no she wanted me to send this to you oh what are you sending it's oh wait is that my, my phone because yeah. my phone's like 10 feet away from me oh okay never, <laughs> right, never mind it's a really it's a really ugly photo of me okay but it, <laughs> i'll check it out in the future it's me in case you're wondering what I'm supposed to be doing in it, it was me mimicking the superhero flying pose while sitting on a couch. Well, now I'm going to get up and grab my phone. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I have phone. I have image. <laughs> Your knee is like super high there, but are you trying to hover? That's the, the that's what, how they were. They're uh, yeah, I know. With their they're... arms back and their one knee bent and the other leg straight. But I'm sitting, so that leg is not straight. It's just also bent. <laughs> what is it? Um, I, I also like that Wanda was on the left and Vision was on the right. Wanda Vision marketing. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Uh... Um. Anyway, so yeah, so yeah, that very much that pose. Um, but yeah, like uh, v- Vision's pissed for, with good reason. Manipulated behind the scenes, remembers nothing, absolutely fucking nothing from his life before. Well, because but, he doesn't have those memories. Ah, I didn't even pick that yeah. up. That's a good point. Because she. So, so, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, oh, I was just ahead. gonna say because um, Wanda also says to him, "You know, you've never, you've never spoken to me this way. You've never like." behave this way towards me before and then she like cuts off and he's like before what and to me that meant to me that was just a sign that he's not he's not the same vision like he can't be the same vision because he doesn't have those memories because he didn't live that life Mm mm-hmm so her being like you never behaved this way before it's like well it's because he's not this it's a different guy 
I mean, he said that he remembers nothing of his life before. So, yeah. I'm, like, is he a different guy or is it because, like, we he definitely is the dead body of Vision. We confirmed that because she stole it, apparently. Um, is it possible that this is like a full on Frankenstein where it's like physically there, mentally destroyed with Mind Stone? So, like, or is it more of like he doesn't remember? Is she blocking out the memories of him dying because she doesn't want him to go through that? I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know, but it's kind of cool. I mean, even so, even if she was blocking out those memories, that could that could still result in him behaving differently. Yes. So that could very well be what's happening, because mm-hmm. I mean, they did theorize that they could surgically remove the the stone, and Vision would would live, and he could still be the same Vision to a certain extent. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Me too. But it's really cool. Yeah. Regardless, it's also kind of fucked up, which is also cool to me at least. Um, cousin, any thoughts about Vision? You feel bad for him, etc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what else is there. I think we well, we touched on everything but the big finale, yeah. which we should talk about and then delve into as many fun fan theories oh, as we wait, want. Wait, cause... before we do that. Okay. I, I was just wondering, do you okay. think? I'm trying to remember based on the trailers. Did we see Vision leave Westview in the trailers at some point? For next week, I don't know because I don't. Well, I don't not for like in one of the the previous trailers because I I kind of have this memory of him like starting to go through the wall. But I'm not sure if it was him or if it was actually Wanda. But anyway, so anyway, even if they didn't show that, what I'm wondering is if Vision leaves the town, will he just collapse into the dead Vision? Or will he continue to be this Vision because... Because everything else that goes into Westview and then comes out remains altered. I don't know. That's a good question. Or um, well, they remain physically altered. Yeah, yeah, like the like the outfit, the Kevlar yeah. vest that's now a and, you know, and 70s. for some reason Monica Rambeau is physically different because of her tests that don't show anything. But that could also be because she might have powers, you know, because we know who she becomes in the comic books, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that could be. Because if you notice, everyone who's connected to the MCU previously to one of these superheroes seems to have a little bit more, uh, like, mentally they're able to to keep themselves together. I'm actually just basing that on Monica and a little bit of Jimmy, I guess, which isn't really fact as much as just speculation. Yeah. Hmm. (sighs) Okay, so you want to get to the... uh... The reveal. Yeah, this is the big moment that uh, that a lot of people have been waiting on, and everyone on the internet was talking about, and it was spoiled last week. See, I, I'm um, glad I didn't read much of anything, because I did not know this was going to happen. Yeah, it must have been much cooler, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, last week, uh, I'm not going to say who, because I follow them and stuff, and they're my sources for a lot of cool news about certain things anyway um yeah last week basically some south american outlet uh had accidentally leaked images 
for the upcoming trailers or at least uh, promotional images for um for episode five and it was so controversial that i think for a while a lot of media outlets were uncertain as to whether they were going to do a double header uh release for this one because uh yeah, apparently the spoilers were that bad. Mm-hmm. There was actually talks about it releasing five and six simultaneously, and then there were talks saying that that wasn't true. And I'm like, I don't know who to believe, but um, obviously somebody fucked up here, and I, I'm pretty sure it was that media outlet. The point is, is they had a picture of who was going to be in this episode, which was, as we all know, uh, Quicksilver. But the catch, it's the wrong Quicksilver, which just, just fucking blew everyone's minds, because, um, cause, yeah, Pietro was played by a completely different actor. Uh, in the in the Marvel you know movie uh, Age of Ultron, and uh, now we have Evan Peters. Why is that important? Evan Peters plays Quicksilver in the uh, X Men version of the Marvel universe, which wasn't actually part of the MCU until the merger happened with Fox uh, two years ago, maybe. So um, so yeah, this is the first sign that the X Men universe is now co- combining potentially with with this one. Um, some people say maybe it's just, you know, a, a different, you know, recasted version of him and they're just having fun with it. I mean, that, there is that chance, but realistically, if you're going to go with with this and you know that the, the brands are going to merge at some point in the future anyway, this kind of makes sense. Especially also because, like, literally just a month and a half ago, I think they confirmed Ryan Reynolds is now part of the MCU. Oh, uh, really? Although everyone says Deadpool, you know, Deadpool can follow his own rules. Anyway, um, so, yeah. So, uh, thoughts on uh, on that? On the, the merger and, and the reveal. Well, I at first thought it was going to be Mephisto at the door. And then when the camera panned around and showed the silver hair, I was like, oh, it's Quicksilver. And then when they show which Quicksilver it was, I was like, oh, somebody in the writer's room said, hey, guys, you know what? We should have Quicksilver, but not the MCU Quicksilver. Let's get Evan Peters just to blow everyone's minds. <laughs> and i i loved it um i i think it's leading up to um the multiverse since we mm-hmm. know that the next doctor strange movie is um the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. and you know wanda's supposed to be in that so i'm assuming that this is going to tie into that somehow yeah um but yeah, but I, I, something I thought was neat was that even Wanda was like, you know, like she didn't know who it was at first. She kind of like, get, you know, she kind of gave him a look like, wait, are you, you? Or she was just surprised that her dead brother. I don't know, because she was kind of like, Pietro? Like, it looked like... I don't know. She looked a little confused. Like, more so than, you know, seeing your dead brother. More like... Wait. I know you're my dead brother, but... There's obviously something different about you. I think it might be the fact that you don't look like my dead brother. (laughs) I love how Darcy's immediate thing was... They recast it? Yeah, I know, right? That was was awesome. (laughs) Um... But yeah, but I wonder, because, you know, Wanda says, when the doorbell rings, you know, you see Vision get annoyed, and Wanda says, this, you know, I'm not doing this, this, this isn't me. 
And I'm wondering how true that is. And if it is true, who, like, who's causing this to happen? Like, who, who sent, who sent her, her alternate reality brother, you know? It's Mephisto. I'm just calling it now. Yeah, I think pro- this yeah, is all Mephisto. Because it, it, it blends with... Because we, we confirmed, right, that multiverse is happening or connected like immediately after this. In the original timeline, this was supposed to... This WandaVision was supposed to come out after Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. And then this would be leading into multiverse at some point, right? But the timelines got all screwed up because of COVID. Anyway, the point is, is uh, Mephisto plays a really great villain for many characters in the Marvel Universe. A really good villain for Doctor Strange. And uh, for Wanda to be connected to that, uh, particularly with the House of M storyline, which it looks like they're pulling things from, it it just makes sense, right? Yeah. It, it just it all fits too well. So more than likely, I think Mephisto is behind everything. Um, how I guess the plays in this though is confusing to me because it seems like she's there to grant wishes, like oh you needed this thing here's a thing like they pointed that out right in this yeah. episode. Yeah, cause yeah, cause Vision realized when uh, when the kids showed him the puppy. He um, he was like already. He already had his human face on, expecting Agatha, Agnes to uh, Agnes. show up. Thank you for correcting me this episode, by the way, because like I keep calling her Agatha, assuming that that's already fact, even though it's not confirmed yet. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I don't know if it's going to be confirmed. I'm going to laugh if it's actually not her and she's just another innocent bystander that was just thrown in there to throw everyone off. Yeah, that would um, be disappointing. I don't know. Like, I like the MCU because they're not afraid to change it up in fun ways. Um, yeah, so you get, you get a little bit of fan, a fan service for everybody. Yeah. It's like the comic fans, the people like us who just kind of love Marvel, um, the casual fans who are just like, I don't know, but it's funny. Um, yeah. Uh, so, any other takeaways about this? Or, or can we go full-blown X-Men theories now since we're we're here <laughs> at the end? <laughs> I guess when I say full blown X Men theories, I mean feel free to just spit out any stupid thing about how X Men coming into this world, MCU can be fun. I I don't I don't know I I don't know how they would do it. I, uh, I mean I, I would I'm sorry not House of M. I sorry. I would I would like them to um, recast several characters. <laughs> Well, we know uh, Wolverine and uh, Xavier are done as of as of Logan. Um, that was confirmed. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, old Patrick Stewart said that he's not coming back unless unless um, uh, Wolverine actor. My God, Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Jackman came back. Yeah, and I think I think they both confirmed that this was too good of an ending. They're not going to do it. Yeah. Um. They, they've been tr- they've been fighting tooth and nail to do a Wolverine and Deadpool movie, but it's not happening, unfortunately. Um, at least as far as we know. Like to be honest, if Disney takes a really bad hit this year, I wouldn't be surprised if they greenlight that project. Uh, so so yeah, uh, X Men in this world, which is going to be McAvoy and um, uh, what the fuck is his name? Magneto actor, um, the um, tall guy, Fassbender. Yeah, Michael Fassbender. Uh, more than likely, they'll be thrown in here as well as. So, I think um, what's her name said that she doesn't want to come though as Mystique. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. 
Yeah, I think she said she's done with these movies. But now that the MCU's connected, I don't know if that's going to be fact. Because this is an easy way to segue her in to this. But it's up to them. The possibilities are endless. That's really it. Like, they have all the X-Men. Um, we know that Doctor Doom's going to be... Or at least there's heavily hints that Doctor Doom's going to be a villain in... Um, Loki? N- oh, I was going to say um, uh, Black Panther. I didn't know he was going to be in Loki. Oh, no. Um, it's, uh, it's a theory that Doctor Doom might be in Loki. Uh, from what I think Chris and I talked about last week, Black Panther is going to be like an issue about kings because you have uh, Doctor Doom, who's king of Latveria, or I guess in this, it might be Sokovia, depending on if they rewrite it. Um, and then you have the other king, uh, the one from Atlantis. Namor. Um, Namor, yeah. Which is all supposed to help segue into Fantastic Four because they're going to do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like... All these these properties, all these movies and, and TV shows coming out of this, it's it's crazy. And it all, I think, starts here with X-Men and finally bridging that gap. Uh, any fun theories about what we could do? Besides, obviously, put Deadpool in everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Deadpool could, could be the new Stan Lee. <laughs> I think you would love that. That would be so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they can. They actually can. I, don't, I really don't. Ryan Reynolds has wanted to play this character for so many years. I think we forget that he's been trying to be Deadpool since like '04, and like now that he is, it's fantastic. But like, it's a long fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the the second Deadpool movie. I like them both, and I want to see more. Well, we're getting more, so there you go. Ryan Reynolds forever as Deadpool. Yes. But yeah, X Men. I uh, I don't know. Because I, um, God, because like I, I'm really not crazy about the uh, the first class and forward movies. Really? Yeah, I I don't I, like... I don't like James McAvoy as Professor X. James what? McAvoy, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I like you and other oh. stuff, but not you're not my Professor Xavier. Well, I mean, it's it's hard you'll to never replace Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I mean, Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart, if you're listening to this, I love you. As a little kid, <laughs> I, like I the... used to watch Star Trek TNG with my dad all the time. <laughs> if, you, if you're out there hearing this, my name's Jonathan Chrysaphis. <laughs> Please send me some love. Oh, my God. You all try all you like... weirdos who just heard my real name, do not find me. It'll be impossible anyway. It's like, I don't think it's that hard, buddy. <laughs> Impossible. Um, I'm never in one place for long. Dude, you know now that, like, the guests <laughs> I, I've had on have used their real names and stuff. I use my real name all the fucking time, too. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? Um, uh, yeah, uh... I think I think McAvoy was fantastic as Xavier, but besides that, um, I, like, I like Michael Fassbender as Magneto. He was dope too. The, the yeah. Magneto scene, I kind of wish First Class was just the scenes of Magneto. <laughs> just cut away the rest of the movie. Yeah. I mean, that's One not would say too that's... much to ask, is it? <laughs> X Men House of Magneto. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, is that going to be weird? If they're because if they're doing full X Men. That's going to be weird, right? Wanda and, you know, Magnino. Mm. D- Dad, basically. 
Is anyone else not excited for this besides me? Because that, that well, sounds hilarious. I just forgot well, until just now. Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because the timeline fits. They keep aging the characters properly, which I kept getting annoyed with about the X-Men movies. I'm like, listen, I get that you're trying to bridge the gaps here, but, like, Fassbender and... Uh, the, uh, McAvoy, <laughs> I forgot his name for a second. Uh, they don't look the proper ages for the characters that they're playing in current timeline. And I think those X Men movies ended somewhere in like the nineties, if I remember right, or two thousands. Um, but like, yeah, like they, it doesn't look like 30, 35 years have passed per se. They kind of just aged fantastically, if that's the case. Mm. Uh, which would make those scenes with with Mac of uh, not with Mac with um Fassbender and and uh, and Scarlet Witch, you know, very confusing to me because yeah. it's like they don't look too f- I mean they're definitely far in age but not as far to be her dad um, if they decide to go down that route which I don't I don't see why they wouldn't honestly at this point unless they recast everybody from X-Men I don't know it's a possibility too hmm. but we know that Brian Reynolds is still there which is dope yay, yay. Um, alright so any any X Men theories, or should I just go to final thoughts? Uh, <laughs> any Wanda theories, or should we just go to final thoughts? Any oh. Wanda theories? Yeah. I, uh, I the meant show. to bring this up before. Um, okay. Monica Rambeau, right? Mm-hmm. When they mention Captain Marvel to her, she gets all weird. And I was just wondering if they were going to elaborate on that eventually. Oh, you mean when when Agent Wu says... Oh, what does he say? He says something about Captain Marvel and... They're, they're talking about the Thanos event and how um, Wanda probably could have taken down Thanos individually. Oh, yeah, that's Just how she's was. able to bend reality. And they're like, nobody was able to. It's like, well, Captain Marvel got pretty close. And she's like, no, well, we're going to change the subject. Um, that's a good good catch. Why do you think they had a f- fall? Is that a falling out? Yeah, do you think? Like I, don't, I don't know. Had a falling out. Is there anything about the comics that could elaborate on that? I I I've never read a Captain Marvel comic. <laughs> I have I have an advantage <laughs> over you. I read one trade paperback. I I've read Miss Marvel with Kamala Khan. <laughs> Okay, um, that makes up for it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it has something to do with. I don't no, know, with her mom's cancer. Maybe. I don't know. I th- I think there's gonna they're gonna explore that in Captain Marvel too, probably. Because um, it seems it seems like there was, there's there's definitely beef there, yeah. right? Um, isn't if I remember correctly, doesn't. Doesn't Monica take on a lot of the Captain Marvel responsibilities later on anyway? Or is like a Captain Marvel type character herself as like is it Phasar or, Fo- or something uh, like that? I think it's Photon. Photon, thank you. And yeah. she was actually um Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers was ever. Captain oh shit. Marvel, if I'm remembering oh, shit. That correctly. So there's a history with that character here. Interesting. That's really it. I don't actually have anything else to go on besides that. That was my one gem. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think that's that's pretty interesting, and well, it's a big reason we're hyping Monica up. All these new characters, all these new ladies that are going to be leading the MCU, which is pretty yeah. dope. Um, all right, and uh, all right, so final final thoughts, I guess, on on uh, episodes four and five. Good stuff. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm terrible at final thoughts. I was always, you know, back in the day when we had to write papers. Well, you still write, but back in the day when I had to write things and I had to have a closing statement, I was always like, uh, blah, blah, blah. This is so. <laughs> Basically, I'm bad at closing remarks. There you go. That's, that's it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> those are poetic. <laughs> uh, Denise, you pretty yeah. much say. I like okay. it. I want to watch next week. Okay. I want to see. I w- I want to see if Quicksilver will be as funny in Wandavision as he is in the X Men movies. I I see re- no reason why not personally. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to say here. Um, very good setup. Very cool introduction and pivot uh, to the sword stuff and giving answers. Um, this this series is doing fantastic. Um, a lot of people are watching it. A lot of people are giving it high accolades. Uh, a lot of people feel that it's refreshing because they um, they went in an original direction as compared to the regular Marvel formula, which isn't you know I don't I don't bash on the Marvel formula because honestly it's stable, it's fun. You know, you get a nice adventure out of it, um, and I don't—I don't need something that crazy. Uh, I just need something that satisfies my entertainment value and makes me laugh along the way. That's kind of what I expect from Marvel, uh, with representational characters, because Marvel's fantastic at that. And I think they pull it off. But this was different. This was very uh, atypical for their formula, and I think because of that, a lot of people really latched onto it. Um, and I—I I did from the minute as well. Um, so kudos all around really good stuff looking forward to seeing how this ends um and i guess that's it that's uh yakety yak a one division cast episode four or episode five but it's really covering episodes four to five uh john i will say thank you for the title i a long time ago a long time ago being two episodes ago i claimed that i created yakety yak the title actually we were uh chilling in my garage social distancing and john actually uh, after like minutes of of trying to brainstorm, John's actually the one who pitched Yakety Yak, and it all clicked because because then we realized, oh shit, that's the that's their song. So thank you for this. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, all right, can, and that's I, it. Can can I make a request? Yeah, go for when it. When you um when you open your podcast, can you can you go Yakety Yak, a one division podcast? <laughs> I kind of wish that's how we started this one. Or you should just take that clip of John and then... But he doesn't want to edit. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I could. It's just... The time, the time it takes to edit a podcast. I don't know if people realize this, but roughly for every hour, it translates to about three hours in post. So Sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, that's why I'm just like, yeah, I could, but that's so much work. I still have other stuff I gotta do. Sorry. Um... But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, John, for yakety yak. A wonderful guest. We should do like. Did you want to just do a do yet of it right now <laughs> as like the outro? Yeah. How, um. 
Yeah, do you, do, we do, need do, lyrics too. Do you want too. me to do the 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 deep? Is they do it in a deep voice, right? Don't they? Like, yark do yark. Don't the talk back. Guess. Right. I don't remember. I think so. I think, yeah. And I kind of just want to play the song, but I can't. <laughs> so that'll that'll get this flagged, I think. Um. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Well, my brain's like, yeah, just just end it. We've we've done a long one here. Okay. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, WordPrint.com. Check that out. Uh, X and underscore Angelus. All the things. I, I don't need to say it anymore. Um, all right. And that's all. Uh, uh, have a great week. I hope that uh, your reality isn't bent by Wanda Maximoff. Okay. Take care. <laughs> Yakety yak. A WandaVision podcast.